Hey, Ansel Lee here. Welcome to this edition of Common Grounds. Common Grounds is a place where we can come together over around a cup of coffee to talk about life experience, talking about business experience, building relationships, so you will succeed in both personal and business life. So, hey, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, uh, enjoy this brew and listen in to our conversation today. Hey, Ansel Lee here. Hey, with another edition of Common Grounds. Hey, thanks for joining us. Common Grounds, uh, as you know, is a uh, uh, podcast where we we sit around, uh, uh, you know, uh, with with folks around a cup of coffee and uh, talk about life experience and um, and experiences in business. Hey, that uh, hopefully that that you'll get something out of this that would benefit you. And um, hey, today I've got my really good friend Kenny Kinley. Uh, Kenny is the CEO of Adafio Technologies. Is that correct? Adafio Technology Partners. Partners. And um, just excited to have him on today. Hey, by the way, I will tell you that uh, we record um, uh, Common Grounds in a li- in a live uh, in in a coffee shop in downtown Conway, Arkansas. So you get a little bit of ambient noise in the background. So, but that's just life, you know. We. You know, um, and just so the just so you know, but uh, again, Kenny, thanks for joining us today. Kenny, just a kind of a kind of a, a point of um, point of uh, clarity or whatever to be transparent. That um, I was thinking back today, Kenny. That uh, you know how long we've known each other, and I think I um, umpired your buddy league baseball game. Uh, games back in and the early that's got to be late 70s early 80s but uh, I was just thinking about how long yeah. how long I've, how, how long I've known you um, and up to where we we have we have uh, you know children that have played sports together grew up have grown up together and uh, we've just been a lot of ba- set on the, a lot of bat through a lot of basketball games and volleyball games and cheering and and uh, we share a lot of life together, so that's uh, pretty special to have you on here. And same here. And, glad to be here. And uh, hey, and I'm really jazzed for you that you're the the CEO of Adafio. And I know that that uh, man, there are a lot of that's <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. But hey, tell us a little bit about what um, who Adafio is, what you guys do, and and then I want to drill down into some of that. Um, if you will. Adafio, we've been around for over 20 years now. So we're a technology services company, and uh, we help our clients run and protect their business. And so that started out in the early days as keeping servers up and running and, and having a help desk to help you know take care of user needs, and has rapidly evolved the last you know five to seven years to uh, cloud needs, cybersecurity opportunities, uh, other just consulting opportunities. So. Uh, that's what we're all about: is helping our clients run and protect their business. Well, you, you've grown a, a, you've grown a, I mean, uh, Adafio. I remember when it first started, and um, I mean, you, and, I, and as I was telling you the other day, I, you guys have built a building uh, down, uh, down in um, in North Little Rock near the, um, down at what's it called North, North Shore North Shore, and a brand new building, and I've, uh, you know. 
I, I come in to have a visit with you guys, and you've got people almost the you know falling out the doors that you've you guys have hired so many folks, and um, uh, one of those being the, uh, an old IBM guy named Marlo Small, by the way, um, um, super smart guy, and. Um, um, so you guys have built, I mean, you guys have come a long way. How many employees do you guys have now? Yeah, we're up to 109 now. So we, we hit the, the 100 mark in 2019, which was a big milestone. And, uh, of course, it's been a little slower this year uh, with all the COVID things than we'd planned. But um, our plan for next year is to hire another 25. So wow. uh, we've, we've been very blessed and have some, some great clients and some really talented people. Oh, for sure, you know, and, and, and we worked on a project together. We worked on uh, the Arkansas Surgical Hospital um, uh, implementation of a, uh, a new OR management system, and I worked with your team. And um, uh, Brian, and um, I can't remember, the Chris, and... Uh, Justin. Yeah, and they were they were they were stellar. Yeah. You know, they we just worked so well together, and so you, you, I mean, you've got top quality folks. Um, that um, and and interesting, you know, <laughs> you know, and back up a little bit that that actually worked with you on, um, you know, secure messaging software yeah. for the Arkansas Heart Hospital, mm -hmm. uh, where you were CIO there for yeah. a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was one of the a great just personal experience for me. So we had, had brought on the Heart Hospital as a client nine years ago now. And um, just through some resource changes and needs they had, I had the opportunity to go over there and be their contract CIO for six years. And um, it was such a great experience. You got to work on some really good projects like that um, over the years and you got to learn about how a hospital works. and. It's just a fantastic organization, great leadership, and um, my my whole family's been through there at one time or another through heart procedures or ER visits, and so I uh, just can't say enough good things about that place. Well, yeah, no, truly, and I've, I've, I've spent many day up there with you, um, and um, it's funny uh, that, uh, that you say that your dad, uh, your dad and I were sitting at a basketball game one time, and he 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 said you have got to go and do this heart test called keep the beat is that keep what, the, the beat it's yeah. a keep the beat program at the Arkansas Heart Hospital and so he, he actually gave me a coupon <laughs> and yeah. said, he but he cared about me yeah. I mean he, your dad's a, an old friend of mine and and um, former mayor of Conway yeah. um, and uh, I actually think I worked for him at one of at his. Uh, Western Sizzlin too. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, he, well, I won't go back and talk about washing dishes at, yeah. at Western Sizzlin, but he yeah. cared about me and he wanted me to do that. And um, so Heart, Heart Hospital has is just you know Dr. Murphy and 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 those guys have just man what a what a great you know, entity. But that you've got to be part of and help grow that thing. Absolutely great experience. And yeah, my dad's been a Heart Hospital evangelist for <laughs> a lot of years now. So he'll tell people not to go anywhere else. So yeah, he handed out those keep the beat cards uh, frequently, and it, it saved his life. I mean, he went. He and my mom went through and had that screening, and that's when he found out he had he had all the blockages, and he went in pretty quickly thereafter, and has had several stints and. Uh, Dr. Letting takes good care of him. He's a he's a frequent flyer, so we're very thankful for that place. Well, he's he's a, a big advocate, and and again, I appreciate him. Just, I mean, this was just a casual conversation at a basketball game, you yeah. know that, and that he he got all over me and told me yeah. I need to go do this, and and uh, 
and I did. <laughs> so, so, um, so now you you become this. You've transitioned from Heart Hospital over to, um, uh, and you probably what, did you spend about a year ramp up. Before, yeah, I, I transitioned out of there. Gosh, it's been three years now, and so I moved back to Adafio into the president role two years ago, and then with the intent of working on a transition with Keith Woodruff, who's a dear friend and has served as the CEO for 10 years. So in January of 2020, we transitioned, and I moved into the president and CEO role, and uh, Keith thankfully stayed on board, and he's uh, he's working with the, still working with the company and talk to him every day. So mm-hmm. it, it's been a, a great transition. Didn't realize all this COVID and all the other things were going to happen. 2020 has been an interesting year, but uh, learned a lot and um, feel like it's going well. Well, in that, uh, and, and we were talking about this uh, before we jump, jump on, jumped into, you know, uh, doing the podcast. <clears throat> we talked about, you know, you were talking about expanding the, the your footprint of your building that you've got, that you guys had planned to do that in 2020 until COVID hit because I when I walked in there and probably I guess that was 2019 I walked in there and really I felt like people were just almost falling out the door you had you had so many folks in there um utilizing every every inch of space you know and um and then COVID hit yeah and so tell tell share with us you know what how it's affected your business and uh for good and for bad Absolutely. Yeah, we were actually, so we've got three locations, one in Rogers, Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas, beautiful office up there in Hunt Tower. We've got our main office, our headquarters in North Little Rock, as you mentioned, and then we've got an office in downtown Conway across from the chamber. And interesting, in the middle of 19, we were looking to expand all three offices. I mean, we were out of space in all three places. And so we were looking at plans and how to expand and possibly even move to other locations. And um, then COVID hits and we realize, oh, okay, our, our folks can work remote or more on site with clients. And so now our offices are virtually empty. You know, I've been in the Conway office this morning and there's, I was the only one there and I was in North Little Rock Monday. I think there were six people there. So, right. you know, fortunately for us, we're, we're a technology company. So our, our folks can work remotely. They can be fully productive uh, from home. Some tell me they're more productive from home, you know, because they get to focus on, on doing their job. Mm. So that's been a positive, I think, from an associate morale perspective. The office is still open, so people can come if they need to. You know, people like me that are not as productive working from home need a place to go. But most of our folks have, have adjusted really well to being um, working from home and also working on client sites. You know, our model one of our core values is committed to our client success. And so our model, you talk about what's been a challenge in this in this time, our model is to be on site with our clients right. as much as possible, right? We'll go five days a week if they'll let us. And so that's caused us in a lot of our client relationships to do more remotely, you know, to rely on video conference and phone calls. So where normally we would just go spend a half a day there, if it's a clinic, you know, they may not want outside folks on site so it's been a real challenge for us um, especially in the early days to to do we can technically do everything remote of course in this day and time right you can you know monitor systems take care of issues remotely it's the relationship side right missing to see those clients and talking to them every day and learning what's going on in their business so we've had to adjust to that and um, where our clients will let us be on site we'll whatever their protocols are that's what we follow 
Um, and then the ones that don't want us there as much, we've had to back that down. So that the positive has been being able to be remote from an associate morale perspective has been good. The challenge has been how we maintain those great client relationships, yeah. which have really been a testament of who we are the last 20 years. Yep, yep. Well, <clears throat> well, it COVID sure has changed things uh, for sure in, in that regard. And, and uh, I find that I, could, I can sit down um, at, my, at my desk and, and do Zoom meetings just back to back to back to back, you know, all day long. And I, you know, and I, and I miss being out, you know, seeing people, you know, and seeing clients, seeing my, my teammates. And it, it um, I was reading something on LinkedIn talking about uh, COVID fatigue. You know, and I think we I think a little bit of that's true, you know, and that that I've always been a big advocate of, of working remotely. And, you know, after I sold my business in early in early 2000s, I really started working out of a coffee shop, you know, <laughs> and um, because I didn't want to be by myself. You know, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be around other folks. And there's just energy, you know, out of working out of a coffee shop for me. Um, so when you can't do that and you're having to work from your desk at home uh, and, and remote it's um, you know trying to stay connected with folks is just a big deal i think i think for all of our well i think it's good business for one but you know but but two is just for our my, my mental state <laughs> you know to to stay connected and be encouraged by my team and, and productive really you know because i I mean, you're running as hard as you can all day long. It's just trying to stay focused and, and be productive. Absolutely. Yeah, it's an adjustment. I think being more, for me personally, to be more calendar driven, to know, okay, I need to be, you know, I'm not just going to go to the North Little Rock office and spend the day there and people coming in and out and just talking to people in the hallway. So you have to be more intentional about that, about setting up meetings and people you haven't talked to. So, you know, the other day I thought about one member of our team I haven't talked to in a couple months. So I had a team's call with him at 830 this morning just to catch up, right? Normally that'd be a hallway conversation, but now you've got to be real intentional to, okay, I need to talk to this person, get it on the calendar and, and make sure it happens. So it's, it's definitely been different. It is amazing now uh, how, how, how calendar driven everything is I, I, for me. I mean, it's, it always has been, but more so now that I, I look and just, you know, just, just see the list of meetings I've got all day long, you know. Um, hey, so we mentioned a little bit about healthcare, and you guys have really, I think, focused on healthcare um, in your healthcare, in, in your practice. Um, and um, I mean, you do more in healthcare besides, you know, um, you, you do some more, you know, you do kind of some meaningful use kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we've been really fortunate in the healthcare space. At one time, probably three-fourths of our business was healthcare. Now, that mm. started to decline as we've moved into other verticals. It's closer to, you know, 60%, 55 60% right. now. But, you know, 10 years ago when, when all the meaningful use and all these compliance programs and, you know, electronic health record systems were optional, then they became mandatory, you know, in all of these right. different systems. We were able to um, help a lot of companies, a lot of hospitals and clinic systems migrate to systems, keep them up and running. And then that really evolved into what we've got now is a healthcare consulting practice, which right. we're able to come alongside clinics and hospitals and help them navigate that, you know, 
confusing, you know, mess of all the programs, you know, MIPS, macro, meaningful use, all the different things that CMS and Blue Cross and all these people are putting out. It's really hard for clinics and hospitals to stay on top of that. So we saw a need there to be able to come alongside and help those folks maximize those programs. So that we've been really fortunate to do that, and you, you've helped us add some folks to that team well, over the years. Yeah. So thank you again for that. <laughs> um, but it, it's really yeah. a great team, and and really those clients see us as as a true partner. Uh, well, you guys do a great. You, you do have a good team and good people, and 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 you know what you're doing, and. And um, so I'm excited as you as you grow and, and and because I think probably you know as we move forward with healthcare, um, it, it's going to continue to be complex. Yeah. I, I I see it. I mean, just it especially with this new just I just see it coming. Yeah, and what's been really interesting the last couple of years is the the cyber focus on healthcare. Right, they are under attack. What started off a couple of years ago where these bad actors were attacking the large healthcare systems right. and you'd read about that in the news and these big system or insurance companies or would have these breaches. Now we're seeing is, is even small clinics and hospitals are under the same attack and they don't have the budget to put all those cyber programs in place that these large healthcare systems, these national systems can do. So, you know, we've, we've been able to partner with a lot of them and help them put uh, affordable cyber programs in place. And so that's been really interesting to see. And, and it really branches beyond just healthcare. I mean, these cyber attacks are at all businesses. I mean, yep. it's not healthcare specific. So for us, we've been able to take what we've learned in the healthcare space and then now take that to other industries because they're under attack as well. So do, do, do a part of your, your strategy in doing that, do you, do you bring some of that in house so that you can protect it? Mm -hmm. I mean, when I say bring it in house where you're working, you've got their servers um, that 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 you're you're caring for. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got we've got a cloud practice or a cloud team that uh, can do really either. We have a private cloud option that we have if a client's not ready to you know go public cloud Azure AWS. So we've got our we've made an investment in our own private cloud, which several clients host their electronic health record system on and other critical systems. But then we've also you know we're a big Microsoft shop, and so if a yep. client wants to move to Azure. You know, we can help them do that as well and help them migrate and then run it there. So uh, what we found is you've got to have a multi-cloud strategy. You can't just have one one part of that. So whether it's our private cloud, Azure, or even their own software, right? right. If there's electronic health record software like eClinical that has their own cloud offering. We can right. help clients with that as well. So we've, we've had to, you know, play nice with all the different options. Yeah, for sure. And it and I think, I, I, I mean, it appears to me that that if you've got that, I, I think you're more secure in the cloud, um, you know, and, and instead of it be, especially if you're, you know, and the, and the 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 time of the small practice is really going away. There's really almost no small practices anymore. Uh, they've all become good sized groups. Either they're owned by the hospital or they're, you know, they've they've just they've all kind of circle the wagons and become a big organization um but i, I just uh, what i see is that that most of the some of these organizations don't have the internal wherewithal to take care of their th these uh, these uh, cyber issues and um and they need they have they really need a partner um i'm, I'm, I'm not i'm not trying to 
sell your <laughs> stuff. Sorry, feel no, free. Just, you're, you're fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Promote away. No, no. I just see this being a, a hole in, 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 in the, these clinics thinking, you know, that they don't, they want to get by and spend as least, least amount That's of money right. as possible until they get you know, they get ransomware right. and their system is yeah. shut down. And all of a sudden they're going, ah, you know. Yeah, these days it's not a matter of if but when. And so I think that's inevitable, right? The number of, of incidents we see um, are just going to continue to increase. So being able to have two things. One is a cyber program that prevents as many of those as possible. Um, educate your users. You know, that's your biggest risk, right? Is clicking that link or opening that attachment. That's the biggest risk to introducing a, a, a threat into your business. So having multi-factor authentication, having a secure network, um, but then also having a kind of an overarching cyber program that says, okay, if it happens or in that now when it happens, what do we do? How do we, how do we attack that? What's the incident response program? So you're right. A lot of these clinics and even small hospitals, they can't afford to have a full-time chief information security officer and a, a team of cyber people on staff. So that's really where we're able to come alongside and help them do that. Uh, you know, and I would even say that even if they do have a, uh, a chief information person, they need a partner no. that focuses on this. Um, otherwise, they, they will, it, that they'll wake up one day and they'll be locked up. And, um, and I just, unfortunately, I know too many who've done that and, and, you know, and, and had to either wipe their system and start all over. Um, and the cost, uh, I know one place that, that did this, they probably spent half a million dollars, you know, to recreate all their workstations. Yep. You know, had to wipe all their workstations, start all over. And I'm not, anyway. It's just uh, it's just a real threat, and that and if you can, you know, um, take preventative measures and have a good partner, you can you can overcome that and thwart you know especially the the, the guys that are the, the low hanging the guys that are looking for the low hanging fruit out there. You know, you can cut that off. Yeah. Um, for so. us, it's been an interesting evolution because you know five years ago we would view cyber as as add-ons, right? You can add on a security awareness program or add on multi-factor authentication or you know add on some kind of you know monitoring what we see now is that's going to become required i mean we you have to have those things in place to be able to function so and it's only been a couple years to where you know those we now so next year those will be required parts of our agreement so if you want adafio to come manage your systems you will have a security awareness program. You will have multi-factor authentication. You know, it's so it's been interesting to kind of watch that evolve. It's it's not optional anymore. Well, well, as it as it should be uh, to to do uh, to do good work for them and to take care of your client. So what's um so you've got over a hundred employees right now, and what what do you see for the future? Where I mean, where are you guys going? Um, uh, hope <laughs> 2021 when all this passes, right, you know? when all this is over, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've kind of defined our, our mission is to be a, a technology company that, that spans the region. So we've kind of defined our region as Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Tennessee. Right. So we've got a little bit we do in Oklahoma today. We've got a handful of clients in Tennessee. So, uh, we see that continuing to expand and, and, you know, add more locations, add more folks. So. 
Uh, like I said, we're going to plan to add about 25 more next year. So uh, we've got we've got some great plans, and uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, awesome, awesome. Um, and uh, I know that um, on a personal note that that uh, you're you're um, uh, you're busy with your family. Uh, you're, you're balancing family and being a CEO, yeah. you know, and, and running a multi-million dollar uh, you know, corporation. Um, and um, I know I, I know you work hard at that. Yeah. yeah, I'm very blessed to have a great wife who uh, supports me and, and my career, and so uh, just a great partnership there. So she keeps me keeps me balanced, keeps me humble. So uh, couldn't do anything without her. And uh, just very blessed to have three great kids, as as you know. Um, you know, I've got one in college and then two in junior high, so they keep us busy, sporting events and just active, but it's fun. I mean, this is the, the best time of life right now. And yeah. um, I, I can't imagine going home after work and not having somewhere to be, you know, when everything yeah. kind of shut down back in March and April, we were lost. I mean, to not go to a ball game or, you know, drive to meet my daughter halfway from Arkadelphia for dinner and, you know, just those kind of things that were so part of our life we don't sit well or I don't especially so uh, but that's starting to open up a little bit more and so we're very fortunate to have uh, just a great family well you you are you are very blessed and and I am too and um, I just count my blessings every day and and um, and uh, just got a daughter as I shared just got a daughter married this weekend this past weekend and uh, so I'm I'm into the, the grandkids. Uh, yeah. not <laughs> I can't even think about that. I, I know, so. I know. It um, uh, man. We're gonna have to have something stronger than coffee if we start talking about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Well, I'm just telling you, there's just nothing. I've uh, I've got two grandsons, one two and a half, and one that's uh, three months. And uh, man, I just didn't know I could love anybody like I love those guys. Okay. They're just um, picked up one of them this morning for for school and took him to school and and uh, hey, you know, it just gave me flashbacks as he as I took him up to his class and he just turned around and gave me a big kiss and 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 just ran off to class. You know, it's just, those are just wonderful days. And my, when I think yeah. about grandparents, I think about my parents and. Um, so April and I were dated through high school and been together a long time. But I, and at my house with my mom and dad, I am well known as the favorite. I mean, I am. <laughs> I'm the favorite. And I can remember walking in their house, holding my daughter when she was a newborn. No, actually, I walked in first and then not very gentlemanly, but my wife was behind me holding Lauren. And I can just vividly remember my mom walking up to me and I held out my arms like she was going to give me a hug. And she pushed me aside <laughs> to get to Lauren, the, who April was holding, you know. So she was, that grandmother mode kicked in quick. She, I was down the ladder on the priority <laughs> list when Lauren came here. So, and, st and still am, so. Oh, man. Well, it, uh, it, it I'm, I'm telling you, it's just, it just kind of snuck up on me. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what I was thinking when and Kelsey was was uh, uh, pregnant with uh, Jason and and uh, but after he was born holy cow it's just been a a love affair yep. you know he's, he's just oh he's just fantastic so anyway I can go on and on about that I I didn't mean to but um, um, so um, so you've got all things working here you've got uh, you got you're, you're expanding Adafio uh, to be a regional player, 
and um, and so you've just got a lot of great things on the horizon. Yeah, we've been really fortunate, Ansel. I, I go back to if you ask me what I think our biggest our biggest risk is is how we continue to grow this company and still maintain the core values that right. that we've had for ten years. So I mentioned one earlier, but um, we try to talk about these all the time. So I want to talk about them now. Yeah. So. so we have three core values. One is committed to our client success. I mentioned that. We are all about taking care of our clients. That involves nights, weekends, whatever they need. Uh, the second is one team with humility and respect. And so in the early days when there were 10, 20, 30 of us, one team was not difficult because we were all there in the office together. Well, now with multiple locations and people being remote and on site with clients, to be one team with humility and respect is a challenge. Uh, we've done really well at it. We communicate often. We talk about that all the time and kind of measure ourselves against that core value. And then the third is unquestionable integrity. You know, we do what we say we're going to do. Yeah. And so that's with each other internally, uh, working across teams and that kind of thing, but uh, you know, also with our clients. So that that's the thing that, that my challenge in, in the CEO role is how we continue to grow and, and we, we have you know, prospects and clients out there that need us. They need the kind of work we perform. How do we keep those core values to be the main thing? Um, if they were the main thing with 20 people, they need to be the main thing with 200 people. And so that's that's my job, is to make sure we keep that top of mind. Well, well I think you're. they've got the right guy in the right spot. And I also want to say, hey, you just, uh, you just popped up as like the top 250 leaders uh, in in the uh, the state, and so I want to say congratulations for that uh, that accolade and and uh, well done and well deserved, buddy. And um, um, the, the irony of that is that the way the alphabet worked out is I ended up on the same page with Doug McMillan, and I'm <laughs> oh, pretty <laughs> sure I'm not in the same category with the CEO of Walmart. But that's just the way the alphabet worked. But when I opened it up, honored to be on it. But that was really funny that I'm, you know, I don't even need, deserve to be in the same conversation with that guy. But it was really funny. So I, some of my friends got a kick out of that. And uh, but but thankful to be on that list and are real appreciative. It was an honor. Well, it uh, it that's I, uh, I'm again I'm proud and. And uh, whoever did that, hey, that's uh, hey, hey, you, you take them, you know. That's right. <laughs> be be thankful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, what else? Anything else that you, you'd like to share today about um, about Adolfio, you or um... one thing I would share? I've been asked this several times, whether it be podcasts or interviews over the year, and, and several folks have asked me, kind of, what's that one piece of advice I would give a, a future leader or somebody who wants to kind of grow and develop their career and um, I've been pretty consistent in this and I can't think of anything better um, but if I look back at my career over Axiom um, then at Adafio these last nine years the, the thing that's helped me the most has been able to have some really great mentors in mm. my life and I look back at those early days of Axiom starting right out of college and man I had some great leaders I had some great bosses some great advisors mm. that really helped me develop in my 20s and 30s and then even at Adafio with Keith and um, other people in my life so I, the thing I would encourage everybody to do is to, to be humble enough to be you know vulnerable enough to be able to go sit down with somebody that's a few years ahead of you and say hey you know I'm struggling with this or hey I want to get here in my life how do I get there 
and to be vulnerable enough to to go do that because I it's just I can't even sit here Ansel and name you I mean I there's 20 20 guys in my life and um I'll get emotional talking about some of them right, right. they were so significant not in just a work standpoint but to help me be a better husband and a better father and a better Christ follower and mm. just these people in my life who've helped me. So that'd be the, the one piece of advice is everybody needs a mentor. Yeah. And one of the things that's been interesting, so I'm 47 now, and so now I'm starting to be a mentor for people, right? right? So now I've got people in their 20s and 30s asking me. And so uh, that's been kind of a neat deal to still have those mentors who are 50s and 60s ahead of me but then to have some some guys in their 20s and 30s who ask for advice. So um, that'd be the one thing I would I would end with is just make sure you've got those people in your life you can lean on because it's it's just been a tremendous help for me. I you know, I would echo that and and the people that have invested in me um, um, have just, you know, they, they mean so much to me just like you and 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 I do think that we we you know, we we do give it forward. I think that that's our, I mean, as you grow older and um, that we do give it forward, that we pay it forward, that, that we invest in uh, mentoring others, you know, and, and uh, when whatever that looks like, you know, maybe it's sitting down just to have a cup of coffee Absolutely. at a coffee shop and, and to, and I don't know how many cups of coffee you and I have, and, and you've, you've really blessed me, you've given me some insight and, uh, you know, I, I thank you. Uh, you've just been a good friend and, and uh, help me. I always, you know, like to bounce things off of you, and and uh, it has been uh, it's been great, and and we'll continue to do that. If, Absolutely. If, if if we can grab the time and and um, be COVID brave, and and um, you know, um, so. But um, but um, well, listen. Thank you so much for taking time today to to come and sit down on common grounds and. Um, and you were have been a big supporter from the first of, of what we've been doing with Common Grounds and and remain. And um, hey, if you if hey if you're listening in and and uh, you'd like to know more about uh, you know what what Kenny's talking about um, or what we've talked about today, hey, direct message me on my media, um, and I will get back to you just as quick as I can. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We look to, hey, join us again on our next edition of Common Grounds. Thanks so much.